Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Loyalty360 Leaders in Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we talk to the brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Jeff Crossan, who is the Group Vice President for Loyalty and Partnerships at Wyndham Hotels and Resorts which is the world's largest hotel franchising company with approximately 9,000 hotels across nine different countries. Uh, some good news, Wyndham won a plethora of awards at the recent Loyalty 360 awards program, including a platinum in the customer insights and metrics, uh, platinum in the customer experience strategy category, a bronze in the incentive and reward design, and the highest honor of the platinum in the 360 degree category for overall excellence. Congratulations on uh, the win. Thank you very much, Mark. Absolutely. And again, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Looking forward to the discussion. It's always uh, very interesting to hear what Wyndham is up to and uh, talking about some of your award wins, I think it'd be great to hear about as well. Sure. So can you tell us a about yourself, what you do, what uh, Wyndham, maybe some personal things that you like to do as well. Maybe a fun fact. We used to ask a fun fact question, you know, uh, what do you do Wyndham and, uh, you know, a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure. So uh, I've been at Wyndham for, I guess, about four years now. Um, before Wyndham, I was at American Express for about five years. Uh, at Wyndham, I head up our loyalty program, which incorporates uh, the loyalty program, all of our partnerships that we have, and the credit card partnerships that we have as well. Um, fun fact, um, well, it's during the pandemic now, so there's not too much fun going on, but um, I was telling this earlier, I, I work out of my bedroom closet, so that's hence the virtual background here. Um, so that's a, a fun pandemic fact for you. Uh, uh, that's a good... That's, that's a nice uh, scenery for your bedroom closet there. I like that. Yes. Um, so for those who may not uh, be aware, can you give us a uh, kind of a brief uh, overview, kind of short history of Wyndham, uh, sure. all you offer and what you guys do? Yeah, sure. So as you mentioned, we're the largest, uh, the world's largest hotel franchising company. We've got 20 brands, uh, over 9,000 properties. Uh, and all of those are really brought together with our award-winning loyalty program, Wyndham Rewards, uh, which is really focused on being generous, simple, and aspirational. Uh, and we're really designed to service the everyday traveler. So uh, we've got a really strong footprint in the economy and mid-scale hotel space specifically, and that's really where, where we're focused. Okay. Um, so before we get to the awards, I know that you guys just rolled out a new mobile checkout and uh, check-in and check-out uh, process. Uh, yeah. We're nearly, I think, 6,000 different yeah. uh, hotels uh, in North America. Can you tell us about the, the, the rollout and the benefits of, uh, of the, the new offering? Yep. Yeah, this is something we're really excited about. So there's obviously always been a desire to make check-in and check-out easier. Uh, but during the pandemic, that is intensified even further as people just want a lower contact solution. So uh, mobile check-in is something that's always, or not always, but has been in the lodging industry for, for a, a fair bit of time now. But we're really the first ones to bring it to such a large scale and really bring it to the everyday traveler in the economy mid-scale space. Uh, so we think it's going to make check-in a lot quicker, more seamless, and easier. Uh, and it's going to help drive some direct business for our franchisees as well, which is great. Okay, uh, interesting. Uh, that was it. Was that kind of a challenge to sell in potentially with the franchisees? Because I would think there were some nice incremental costs associated with that during the pandemic, though, or or it's just the benefit of having it really outweigh the cost. I would think as well, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. So there, there's no there's no incremental cost to our franchisees for the mobile check in experience. Um, so there there wasn't a big okay. selling process. They were all very on board with it. Okay, great. Interesting. Well, that's uh, great to hear. It's a great uh, feature to have for sure. 
Um, you, you also kind of refresh your monthly email, uh, kind of the approach, how you're targeting and uh, looking at uh, the, the email, kind of that engagement for the customer experience. Yep. Can you tell us about the new kind of engagement approach and, and what that means for your brand? Yeah, absolutely. So this is something we're also really excited about. Uh, we really approach all of this with a member first mentality. So we're just very focused on making sure that we're providing value to our members for with everything that we do. Uh, whether that's a broad scale offer or a more targeted message for, for our members. Uh, we're very focused within our email specifically uh, and having strong call to actions so that we're always providing something that's relevant and actionable for our members. Uh, and one thing that's been interesting to see through 2020, through the pandemic, it was how we've been able to pivot our email strategy specifically. So early on in the pandemic, during the March, April timeframe, when really nobody was traveling, uh, we were very focused on marketing some of our non-travel based partnerships because we know that people still wanted to engage with the program, but weren't traveling. So thinking about uh, partnership like we have with Home Chef uh, or our, our co-branded credit card or points.com, which is a platform where you can buy, uh, buy and gift with the rewards points. That, that was what we were talking about during that time frame. Once people started to get back to traveling a little bit, we pivoted to be focused more on loyalty offers and really leveraging the, the strength and the value of the Winner Rewards program to help drive occupancy to our hotels. Okay, great. Uh, I know one of the reasons that you won uh, in the customer experience is your most powerful tool. Oh, what, you what was that? Sorry. Let's ask that question again. I'm not sure what, what happened there. Um, so, um, Wyndham recently won, uh, let's try this for the fourth time. Uh, let's see, one of the reasons that Wyndham won the customer experience strategy. Uh, it seemed to be that your communications now seem to work very holistically versus uh, maybe in isolation, right? Uh, understanding the customers, how they experience the brand, kind of what their expectations are. How do you unite that uh, communication process? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So uh, I think one of the biggest things that we did was having a lot of leadership buy-in. So uh, it took a lot of organizational change to try to centralize all of that. We moved from channel owners to really having a central point of excellence that owned the consumer touch points across all of those various channels. Uh, and what we've seen in the data is that as consumers see the same message or the same offer in multiple channels, uh, it really drives conversion. And we've seen a lift in conversion when we're doing that. And once we started to see that, it became even easier to, to further bring together that central point of excellence. Um, one of the things that we're very focused on this, again, across channels is getting more and more personalized. So we know which of our members have our co-branded credit card. We know which of our members have engaged with our partnerships. Uh, and so we can really tailor the message across all of those channels to be relevant for that specific member at that specific time, uh, which has helped to just drive conversion across the board. Okay. And I think you also uh, really enhanced, you talked about a little bit of the personalization efforts, uh, looking at the individual journeys, understanding how they're engaging with the brand uh, and, and getting the additional data, obviously uh, the reciprocity that comes with that to, to help enhance the, the personalization, right? To, to yeah. deepen and, and strengthen the message. You know, how did you accomplish that? And, and uh, you're kind of leveraging the customer's data, getting them to give more, and then obviously taking it in kind and, and, and having uh, kind of a, a great message outgoing. Yeah, so again, we, we approach this with a member first mentality, um, really thinking about what, what the members want, what's relevant for them, what is relevant for them at a specific time. Uh, we did make an investment in a customer data platform, which helped to synthesize data from the various parts of the organization um, so that we could really know our members better. Um, so we really wanted to know what types of offers were relevant for them when, was it a points-based offer? Is it a discount? Is it a member level accelerator offer? Uh, things like that. I think a good example of, of where we're sort of headed with this is if you think about um, a guest or so a non-member guest 
who may travel to Orlando once or twice a year with some frequency, but isn't yet a member. Uh, we may have a new hotel opening in Orlando and we may message to that guest say, hey, sign up for the, for the Wyndham Rewards program, use the member rate, book direct, uh, and you can say this new hotel that we have opening up in Orlando, which we think will be great for you given your prior travel, travel experiences with Wyndham. Um, so that's the type of um, where, we're, where we're headed as an organization is getting to that level of personalization. Okay, great. As you moved away from that one size fits all that kind of mass approach, leveraging obviously the CDP and being able to have those disparate data points and kind of action them within the system, you know, how have you kind of looked or kind of made effective the, the segmentation, the communicating yeah. to them, kind of engaging them with targeted authors? You know, yeah. What was the result of some of those uh, campaigns in that process? Sure. So this was um, something that was a, a long time in the in the works. Uh, There's a lot of customer research and segmentation to understand how our members were behaving, uh, both within our hotel, but then also within our competitors to know what sort of share of wallet we had, uh, how many stays they had to give, were they frequent travelers, infrequent travelers, did they prefer economy, mid-scale, upscale, et cetera. Uh, so really slicing and dicing in lots of different ways. Uh, and we scored our member base to fit into all those different segments so that we could communicate with each of those different segments differently. Um, some example segments we have are like a first time stayer, somebody who has points that are about to expire, um, somebody who may have booked with OTAs in the past, um, and then some triggers based on recent behaviors like people who have just redeemed points, et cetera. Um, and with everything that we do, we always hold out a control group so that we can measure the success of all of our marketing campaigns. Uh, and with all this segmentation, we have seen statistically significant lifts over the control groups that's helping to show that everything we're doing is successful and is driving incremental conversions for us, which is fantastic. Okay. And emotional loyalty is uh, something that's uh, very important to brands. A lot of discussion about how to get there, what it means. We actually just finished our first industry paper. It should be out uh, in the next day or so. Tim and his team did a really good job. Uh, we talked with brands and suppliers, obviously kind of a, a unique a challenge, but a great opportunity. And what does emotional loyalty mean to your brand and how do you measure it? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a great question too. So I think times like this during the pandemic are, are really interesting. So I think these are an opportunistic time to really build and define loyalty with our members. Uh, and we've approached it in a number of ways. Uh, one, the, the Count on Us initiative, which we launched earlier this year, was really a commitment that we're making to our members and our guests um, to show that we wanna be clean and safe through, across all of our hotels. Uh, and then second is we're staying very focused on our Wyndham Rewards offers uh, and very focused on leveraging those points offers to try to drive, uh, drive occupancy from our members and show them that we're here to support them. Uh, and continuing with that thought of uh, supporting our members, uh, we've made a number of program adapt adaptions throughout the COVID timeframe. Uh, so we've extended our points expiration window. Uh, we've made member levels easier to achieve. We've extended member level status for all of our members. Um, so really trying to show that Wyndham is here to support our members uh, through all of this time. Okay. And the, the ways we would measure it, I think, are, are the normal ways that, you, that we would measure satisfaction. So uh, general satisfaction scores, NPS scores, and then other business metrics like member occupancy, things like that. Okay, great. Do, do you feel your uh, members have an emotional or passionate connection with the brand? And do you think the, the, the passion and the emotional connection makes it easier to uh, work with your customer loyalty yeah. efforts? Or sometimes does it, does, it, does it make it more challenging? We've heard both, right? Having yeah. uh, kind of a very emotional fan base makes it uh, everything has to be perfect okay. or the expectations are greater. You know, yeah. How do you look at that? Yeah, so I think um, sort of by definition, hotels are an experiential product that we're selling, which does sort of by definition also make it uh, more of an emotional connection. Uh, I think 
people definitely have strong emotional connections with the brands within our portfolio. I think uh, something that, that I hear a lot in some of my meetings um, when talking to other partners and explaining all the different brands we have in our portfolio, talking about Days In, Super 8, La Quinta, et cetera. Um, oftentimes I'll hear people thinking back to when they were kids, taking road trips with their family, driving on the highway and stopping at a Days In. Uh, and that always kind of brings a smile to their face and thinking about what it was like to, to be doing that. So I think there is definitely a strong emotional connection that, that folks have with our brands. And I think one of the, the beauties of our portfolio is that we can take that person who has an emotional connection with a day's in, let's say, and we can expose them to all of our other brands and hopefully to build that emotional connection with some of the other brands that we have in our portfolio as well. Okay. Uh, during COVID, uh, even before COVID, customers are changing, right? Expectations of different demographics, different uh, segments are uh, changing in different manners. You know, how do you think your customers are changing even maybe pre and during COVID and how do you adapt to that change? You talked about obviously the keyless entry and, and, and how impactful that is. You know, how are your customers changing and, and you know, how are you adapting to that? Yeah, so I think that the two biggest things that I would say and how our customers are changing is one, an increase, an increasing desire for flexibility. And then two, an increasing focus on clean cleanliness and safety, uh, which is not surprising given the, given the pandemic we're in. Uh, and so as an industry, hotel has always had somewhat more flexible, uh, flexible rates and flexible policies than airlines. And Wyndham specifically has always had flexible rates. So we're continuing to stay focused on that and offering flexible rates for our members and our guests uh, and starting to market that flexibility more than we had in the past. Um, and then something else, the mobile app, as you mentioned, is a great way to be able to provide a low contact solution uh, through technology, which is something that's really valuable for our members right now. And then the Count On Us initiative, uh, which I mentioned before as well, is, a, is also a great way to ensure that we're providing a health, a, a, a safe uh, and clean environment for our members and our guests when they're arriving at our hotels. Okay, great. Um, when you look at uh, the, the success of your customer experience, customer loyalty efforts, what KPIs do you guys look at and, 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 and measure? What, what KPIs are important to you? Yeah, sure. So I think uh, member occupancy is a huge one for us. Uh, we'd like to understand you know, how our members are staying, what percentage of, the, of our hotel guests are members. Uh, we look at the revenue per available room, um, how much our members are spending with our hotels, what change scales are staying out of the staying more in, in the economy, the mid-scale, the upscale, uh, how many stays are we getting from our members on average, uh, and then comparing that to our average hotel guests as well. Uh, and then looking at some of the more, the software things like general satisfaction, and yes. What's the next big, okay. Do you have kind of different uh, kind of rates between the, the, the different hotels? And is that based on potentially maybe the, how the customers stay or the different customer groups or are all the hotel brands somewhat similar? When you say rates, what do you mean? Like from the, the KPIs, like for the, the, oh. the CSAT and customer satisfaction. Got it, got it. Different. Yeah, so they, they all vary across the board between chain scale and between uh, brands. So we really look more on a time scale, like are they improving or are they getting worse uh, for members at all those different chain scales is something that we look at. That makes sense. Um, what do you think the next big thing for customer experience, customer loyalty is? Uh, that's an interesting question. So I think there's a couple of things that we're going to be focused on over the coming years. Uh, one is we've made a big push towards uh, really going deep into member offers uh, and trying to focus on member offers and points-based offers as the biggest way to drive occupancy, as opposed to providing really deep discounts. So it's a way to, to drive both enrollments because you have to be a member to earn points and also drive direct bookings because you have to book direct to get these great member offers. So that's one thing that we uh, have been very focused on this year or 
in 2020 and it will be in 2021 and in the coming years as well. Uh, and then the next thing is continued personalization, like I mentioned. I think personalization is something that is never, we're never gonna get to an endpoint where we are personalized enough. So I think we're gonna continue to make enhancements and refinements on all of our personalization strategy and getting more and more personalized in all of our messaging across all of our channels. Uh, and then the last thing I'd mention is that we're always very focused on partnerships and what new and interesting partnerships will be relevant for our members given, uh, given what the business environment is like at the time. Okay. Um, how does your brand uh, differ from the competitive entities? Are, you know, for, obviously, you guys uh, have won a number of awards with us. We have other hotel chains that are as well, uh, part of the group that haven't done as well. You, you, you guys seem to do a great deal with innovation. You know, are, are you guys kind of leading the pack and you have other followers? How do you think that your efforts are different than your competitors set? Yeah, I think um, two of the things that, that I think set us apart, one is that we're just so focused on the everyday traveler. Um, so that we're really focused on, on leisure travelers and on the everyday business traveler um, who are staying at our economy in mid-scale hotels. And I think that sort of separates us from a lot of our competitors. Uh, and then the second thing is that we're very focused on drive-to markets and road trippers. Uh, and I think you can see that play out in a number of the things that we've done strategically over the last few years. We launched a partnership with Marathon Gas uh, which we've seen great results in, where people can earn and redeem their points for disc or for gas uh, at marathon gas stations, which are strong in the Midwest and in the Southeast. Uh, and then the second thing is in our new credit cards that we just launched in September of 2020, um, we included gas in the highest accelerated earn category for those credit cards uh, because we know that people want to drive, they want to drive to drive to markets right now, especially during the pandemic, because that's the easiest and safest way for folks to travel now. So I think those are those are a couple of the ways that, that I see us as being different than our competitors. Okay. Uh, and what can Loyalty 360 do to help you with your customer loyalty journey, with your with your customer loyalty efforts? I think uh, the value that Loyalty 360 brings is, is just the opportunity to network uh, with like-minded individuals who are really invested in loyalty across different industries. Uh, and it's really interesting to hear their perspective, their per point of view, uh, what they're seeing in the market, uh, especially in times like this where things are so dynamic and things are changing on a, on a daily basis, it feels like. It's great to be able to hear that feedback and see what other people are doing and how they're adapting to the current environment um, so that we can take that into account and we can um, incorporate that into our future strategic plans. Great. Well, Jeff, as always, that's great talking with you. Congratulations on the, uh, the three, four wins at the, the conference, especially taking home the top award. It was great to see what you guys are doing and continue to do. And I uh, look forward to learning more and hearing more from Wyndham in 2021. Thanks so much, Mark. It was great speaking with you. Perfect. Thank you, sir.